Oh, we might get uh, random sounds from the Twitch board. I should maybe... <laughs> from, maybe from your streaming the, days? Maybe shut that down. <laughs> Welcome to the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast, the only Survivor podcast that, just like Survivor, sometimes has a live finale. I am your host, Stephen Levine, with my co-host, Jared Sheldon. Jared, what's up with you? Fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> we're doing it live. So we're here. We're doing this live on Twitch. If you're lucky enough to join us, we have, I can see your comments. I can see the feed. Hello to Tyler. Hello, Dan, friend of show Dan. Uh, hello, feel, feel all free. these other people. I cannot see the chat, so feel free if you guys want to talk any spoilers amongst yourselves. It's not going to ruin things for me. Load up on him. Welcome to episode 99 of the podcast. We have lots of fun stuff planned for you today. Like, we're, we're going to get through that, and then we have a, a special announcement. I, do you want to hold the special announcement to the end? I think so. Okay, then that's that works for me. So, I we have a lot to talk about. Oh. I changed my mind only because I'm going to reference things probably that are said in that episode so we might as well say what it is all right then let's just get right to it so for our 100th episode which is our usual we have something in between seasons we courtesy of connor mack we had a big shout out connor big shout out to connor we got ourselves in contact i should say connor got us in contact with someone from the season johnny fairplay and us and i and we we sat down with Johnny Fairplay. Yeah. We had a great, like, hour and a half conversation with Johnny Fairplay, and we're going to put all of that virtually unedited up there, and it's going to be great. I am so, like, it was so fun. And it was a blast. I, I don't know. Jared, do you want to tip your hand a little bit? Do you, do you have different thoughts? No. I mean, yes and no. First of all, 20 years of growth is awesome to see. And I, as the season went on, I started to develop more and more of like, and it's in our Lost finale, which no one will ever hear, so yep. you take me and Steven's word for it. I was like, this is kayfabe. This is a bit that he's doing. A season-long bit. <laughs> and I, I spent the whole season trying to figure out where that line was. And after talking to him for an hour and a half, I have to say, most of it is... A bit. I mean, not that he's a completely different person, uh-huh. but like those are a lot of the shit that we were calling out as being gross were direct quotes from things we didn't know from two thousand and three. Uh huh. Things that I was mm, twelve, probably younger. Right. This is like the era of like South Park starting is something he talked about, and like a lot of wrestler quotes, which I don't know enough about WWE to have noticed at the time, are like quoting Howard Stern. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's really really cool context and honestly it's an hour and a half interview but i could have done like three four hours we we had so much plan like we had notes and questions and things and we didn't get to half of them just because we were sitting there and talking for most of it it was great there's one he wanted me he specifically asked me to ask him and i forgot (laughs) and we just didn't it was written down but i just didn't get to get to it nah yeah uh yeah so Big shout out to every people who are 
fans and saw this on Reddit that we were doing that. Thank you, Sizzix. And yeah, he is 40-something now. I don't actually know. He might be older than that. It doesn't uh, matter. He's older. Yeah, I mean, he was probably in his 20s yeah. for this season 20 years ago, so that makes sense. And like you said, Sizzix, the, the podcast is great. Like, go listen to his podcast, the uh, Reality After Show, and uh, I forgot what the other one was called, but... Like, go take a look. Go look at his socials. He's doing live shows all across the country for mm-hmm. when Survivor premieres coming up and for something else that we talk about in the show. So go go listen to that when that comes out. But go look up Johnny Fairplay's stuff. It's yeah. it's great. House of Villains. House I'm just going to say, because yeah, he's been plugging everywhere. We deserve to give him a plug here as well. Plug everything. House of Villains looks really good. I will definitely be watching it, because yes. it, oh, it, the trailer looks great. He's 49. Okay. See, this is this is where live chat helps, where they can. <laughs> I say something stupid, and they're like, "Let me answer that they real quick." Dumb in real time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> let's let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the episode with a bumper. This episode came out on December eleventh of two thousand and three, I believe. Let me double check that. Something about December eleventh. It sounds like it's it's bad. But well, that's it's the day not. of Pearl Harbor, so you're, oh, you're right. Well, then yes, I am right. <laughs> I believe so. Anyway, <laughs> um, going back through here to the what happened on this day, uh, it doesn't have the day in there. So I'm gonna say yeah, it was December eleventh or December fourteenth. Okay, we're doing it live. <laughs> uh, the only thing that really happened is that. George W. Bush announced the capture of Saddam Hussein. Movies and songs haven't changed. That's literally two days after the last episode. This yeah. is one of those uh, Sunday night finales. Oh, but they were so hyped, though. It, it felt so good to go Thursday. Okay, there's the big buildup. Sunday, there's the episode. So there's the finale. Oh, makes me just makes me happy. I am in a good mood today, Jared. <laughs> Do you have anything else? No, most of it we covered in in... The mutiny episode. Perfect. Then, buzzer sound. Pearl Harbor was December seventh. Damn it! Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yay, fact checkers! God, I hate being so confidently wrong. <laughs> All right, then let's get into the finale and just dig right in. Jared, overall finale vibes. How do you feel? This finale is awesome. Yeah. And there was a point in Pearl Islands where I was. The season started to dip a little bit for me. It's after Rupert goes home and before Mutiny, where the episodes were kind of, they were starting to get hit and miss only because it was like one trajectory. It was just Johnny and Burton making fools of people, <laughs> which some episodes very entertaining. Some yeah. episodes I was like, I, I, I get it. I don't know who's going home, but it's not the two of them and they're in the power position. Yeah. But this finale is, it's great. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. And... I mean, like you said, it's they're in the power position, they're making fools of everyone, and then suddenly they're not. We're yep. coming off of Burton getting blindsided. I don't know who blindsided. He he clearly eh, like yeah. he, he fucked up. He knew he fucked up, or at least Johnny knew he fucked up. Which, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We touched on that for a second in the interview. Uh, it turns out that Burton had told. I think we actually see it in the episode. In the yeah, episode, I mean, we see it. That was literally seconds before they get in the boat is when Burton goes up to Lil and goes, hey, by the way, we're getting rid of Dara. Yeah. And then gets on a boat. And Johnny didn't know he was going to do that. It was like, you're a fucking idiot. Why did you do that? Oopsie doodles. (laughs) 
I love that insider knowledge. Sometimes you just, you just can't win. Uh, one thing I did notice right at the beginning of this finale, mm-hmm. we go back and show clips from like the beginning of the season. We do like the three minute recap of like the season thus far. All of them look dramatically different, except for Lil. Yeah, Lil looks like the same person that's just been up for a couple days. <laughs> it's the sunken eyes that do it. Like yeah. she, and I don't know. Maybe part of that's she wasn't in the game for a while. She was off. <laughs> Eight days will help. Eight days of all right. You're rested. You're. They say they're not eating as much, but bullshit. I don't know about that. Bullshit. Yeah. Who knows. But yeah, she's definitely, she feels like she's in a better place than other people. And I guess we see it in this episode, too, that physically, she is in a better place. I or mean, she she had the ability to dig deeper in that one scenario. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to me that, like, Survivor history changes in this season because of this, which we'll get to, the final three challenge. Because I don't think Lil beats Sandra and Johnny at any other final three challenge we've seen up until this point. Literally, they picked one that's just based on, like, aerobics that she does all the time. <laughs> this is the one. This is the Lil Challenge. We need it. Oh. Yeah. We wake up in the morning. Here's a boat. It's Jeff with brunch. You need to brunch with your Jeff. Breakfast in bed for the final four. Again, I say it every time, but it's so weird seeing Jeff in camp. Yes. It never feels like a good thing. But he's bringing brunch. It's a good thing. He's celebrating this. I, I'm still... I feel like something wrong is going to happen. And I know what's happening. <laughs> so, I don't know. Especially this early. Like, I've got... Me, having only seen the first seven seasons, primarily. Jeff shows up at camp on, like, the final three. It's like, okay. Yeah. We're setting up the the final challenge, the remembrance and all of that. But for Final Four, I'm like, what happened? Is there a hurricane coming? Like, do we need to evacuate? Evacuate. Get out. Now. Nope. It's weird vibes. It's weird vibes. All of it's weird vibes. Yeah, so <laughs> Jeff never won to miss taking a shot at Johnny Fairplay. John and three women in bed. Another first. It's <laughs> like, you'd be a surprise. <sighs> it's beautiful. Something else that we, we learned in our interview is a little bit more behind the scenes of, like, Jeff and Johnny's relationship. Or <laughs> lack thereof. <laughs> Don't fight someone like Johnny on their terms. Don't try to banter with him to get one up on him, because he's just going to throw a haymaker back at you. You're taking someone who is in the power position his entire career for this show and telling him, don't lash back. That's yeah. not going to happen. You, just doing it like that, though, is like, this is his arena. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, but he needs it. He needs to do it. Uh, Lil hugs Jeff, which also feels weird. Yeah. Just all of it feels weird. Asks if he'd like to join a Boy Scout troop. <laughs> hey, Jeff, a young strapping man like you, do you want to join the Boy Scouts? It was very cute. It was cute. I All of it's cute. Lil is one of the nicest people that I would never want to spend even five minutes with in real life. <laughs> Why? I We would not get along. I mean, you're right. Do you have reasons? No. Okay. It's all vibes. I'm just like, it's all vibes. I just feel like she's very type A, a little grating. I don't think I would get along with her she's from stuck, what I see on the show. She's stuck in her ways. Like, she is yeah. Lil. And for, for better or worse, she just is who she is. And she's not going to be malleable to what other people want. 
or at least at this point in the season, she's not going to be that. Yeah. She is for a little bit when, like, people are, like, trying to get her go one way and she feels vulnerable. And then suddenly when she has a position where she can do something about it, she's like, no, I want to do my thing. <laughs> and I find that great. Yeah. I think it's cool. But the whole point of Jeff being here is they have the letters from home. They're distributing all the letters. And people are enjoying their letters. People are having a good time. And Lil is bawling uncontrollably. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to point out, I think a lesser show... Well, okay. I wrote out the time I, I think a lesser show would have used these letters to expose that the dead grandma lie was <laughs> a lie. And we learned a little bit in the interview as well to keep teasing that about... How Jeff was not allowed to do that. Yep. Jeff was not allowed to expose oh, but he this lie. To. He wanted to so bad. <laughs> yeah. So that happens. It's great. We have a little bit of downtime before we go and do our next thing. So, hey guys. What's your final three plan? Any, uh... Who's, who's taking who once I'm, I'm gone? Which clearly I'm gone. So, who's taking who? It's such a good move. It's such a good move. It's weirdly the same move... That Sanders been using, but a more a, a more aggressive one, a more manipulative manipulative one. Like Sandra's whole thing is anybody as long as it's not me. Mm -hmm. Sanders a negotiator. You're gonna come to her and you're gonna say, "Hey, I need this done," and she's gonna go, "Cool, let's make it happen." Donnie feels dangerous and it's like, "Hey, uh, you both could actually just stab each other." <laughs> yeah, uh, eh? instead of take me up. Have you thought of the next person? Have you thought about getting rid of each other instead? Have you, have you thought about anyone else than me? <laughs> Just throwing that out there. And it works. Uh -huh. They immediately, like, Will is falling for it, and, like, Dara can't talk herself out of it. it you get in this cycle of, all right, well, um, if we, you're not going to take me? Just give me a guarantee that I'm going to be the next one. Like, give me a guarantee that you're going to take me once we get rid of Johnny. That's all you need. And Dara's not, like, ready to commit to that. Yeah. And even if she had, like, in that, let's say Dara's a better liar than she is, because she's not a very good liar, and frankly, I don't think she's that good of a survivor <laughs> player. If you say, yes, Lil, you're my final two, well then, Johnny's just going to go to Sandra and be like, hey, by the way, they're final two, so you need me now. Mm. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. You're playing right into his hands. You sow the manipulation, and Johnny specifically says in the in the show, whenever you're in a hot seat, great tension between two other people, and those two people's heads usually end up on the chopping block. And it's happened time and time again. And it works, and it works well. And it's, it is crazy to me that Sandra and Johnny are basically playing the same playbook from a different angle. Sandra's just doing Johnny's playbook quietly. Yeah? Yes and no. I think... Sandra's good at finding... When I'm in heat, we pass the heat. When you're in heat? That's no... That's not what we meant. <laughs> well, okay. I guess I can't talk my way out of this one. We're alive. Uh, <laughs> we're alive. No, when, when Sandra is finding herself in a moment where she's like, I'm fucked, I'm fucked. Suddenly, she finds a way. And you're right, Johnny does the same thing, but vocally. Yes. And Sandra does it, I don't know, wasn't me. I didn't drop the, I didn't get rid of them there, fish. <laughs> 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 so, 
So yeah, we, we do that. Anything more you want to say about that? No, it's a great play. It's a great play. We, we do the we do more of the the kayfabe bit. I'm the king of men and they're women. Yeah. If it's getting if it's a getting pregnant contest, that's a different story. Which we found out again at the time. I was like, Jesus Christ! And now I learned that those were all direct quotes from a wrestler who played the heel in a multi what uh, co-ed in a co-ed wrestling league. <laughs> so yeah, it's literally a bit. It's it's a bit, and it worked. It got it. It gets people angry. It gets yeah. people. It gives people someone to root against, which, again, it's it's all he's doing. And as we've said, or at least I've said, good artists borrow, great artists steal. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's they're good lines. They made me mad. Yeah, and to come to find out, they weren't his. <laughs> and that's cool. All right, and they worked. All right, we go on to the immunity challenge. Uh, we we're at tribal council for immunity, which is, <laughs> as Jared sighs, doesn't yeah. seem like a good sign. I don't like this challenge. Yeah, tell me more. Well, I guess let me explain it first. We're at tribal council. We are doing a trivia challenge where it's going to be the four remaining survivors versus the jury. Kind of, they're all competing individually. The jury is competing as a unit. And whoever scores the most gets immunity. If the jury scores the highest, no one gets immunity. Just, if you're gonna do this, just do trivia about the jury again. I don't like playing against the jury. I don't like making the jury part of the game. The whole point is supposed to be that they are watching. <laughs> Not they are actively participating. Now, they didn't step in a pitfall. I was worried that they would, which was... The jury gets to decide who gets immunity, because that would have been much, much worse. <laughs> that would have been so bad. That that would have been bad. That Just would have tipped their hand. Put a very fucking easily. target on somebody. Yeah, which I mean could be fine. Like if you do that early enough, and you're like, "This is who the jury thinks will win right now." It it does. It, it <laughs> you have to have a jury of like two people to make that work. That's well, okay. You you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, still. This is who Rhino thinks will win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> anyway they're asking questions it's random trivia from their their guidebook essentially the hey do this to survive some of them good some of them bad jared did you have bad ones that you wanted to point out the one that made me so incredibly mad was the shark question <laughs> and Nobody except for John, including the jury, not a single person on the jury, listened to Jeff when he got to D. They just all lashed on to what they thought would prevent shark attacks, not paying attention that the last answer was, be on land. Yeah, don't, maybe, the best way to avoid a shark attack, don't go near the don't sharks. Don't be near sharks. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, Johnny gets it. Johnny's the only one that gets Literally it. Literally the only person that gets it. Which is a little sad, but also... You're in, like, brain rot stage of Survivor at this point. I feel like this season is a little more, like, they're in better shape. I was mostly disappointed in the jury. Yes, yeah. I was like, you have so many brains to put together. <laughs> you could do better than this. Correct. <laughs> Jared, 
me being able to see a chat and being able to see the snarky comments that people throw my way oh, is no. so good. <laughs> like, Dan, I once got bit by a shark in Walmart. <laughs> Was it Baby Shark? Once you have a shark, you're a shark all the way. I don't think that's how that song goes. It's not. Yeah, and people are, are piling on this challenge. Ragu Pounder, that one's an L. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> so yeah, we get questions like, what's not in the fire triangle? When was Panama looted? That one was mo- a, a That one challenge. mad. It's just like a bunch of random years that are all kind of close to each other. Yeah. Cool. Which ocean is the largest ocean? The one that you're currently in. Yeah. Well, wait. No, I'm, I'm wrong. Sorry. Well, I actually don't know which side. I don't side know which side of Panama they're on. I think they're on the Atlantic Ocean side. Okay. But that could absolutely be wrong, and I would not feel bad about it. Which side is starboard? I had an advantage in this one, working <laughs> on a ship for three years. Like, I feel like I knew this one because every single thing that references a ship, like, in combat, in, like, a movie or whatever, will say, like, starboard side and then they're always to the right <laughs> it's the only one that's ever mentioned <laughs> uh little nifty hint for anyone who needs to know this you don't there's no situation where you probably have to know this but port and left have the same amount of letters thank you there you go port starboard aft in the back baby got a big aft and forward back For- that aft up back that aft up forward isn't as fun because it's just it's forward yeah. Okay. Anyway, the jury wins immunity by by one. <laughs> they, the sentence the jury wins immunity gives me it, it does <laughs> psychic damage. <laughs> it it does. It throws you off. It it doesn't it doesn't feel good. Something about that. So no one has immunity. No one is safe. We have like a little bit of conversation, but otherwise we're right to a vote. Yeah. And Johnny Fairplay's move works out really well here. Because Dara's voted out. Zero votes for Johnny, zero votes for Sandra. Correct. The person in the hottest seat is the one that uh, pivots everything right off. And, the per- yeah, the person in the hottest seat and the person who was in the hot seat a day ago. Or should have been in a hot seat a day ago, but got out of that as well. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. And Rupert gives the immunity necklace to Krista. I thought that was cute. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. And, yeah, that's that's about it. I had stuff about Dara, and I I don't have it up right now. I remember some of it. Yeah, go, off the cuff, what do you remember? I mean, I remember that there wasn't a lot. Basically, that the modeling thing didn't really work out. Yeah, she kind of bounced around careers, but it's mostly led a, a life that isn't public-facing. Yeah, and they kind of tell us that in the, um, the reunion yeah. show. And they... They put her in a bad spot. They're like, uh-huh. hey, how's that modeling thing going? I'm like, well, I'm trying. How would you like to have the conversation the actors always have with each other about, like, what have you booked, but in front of millions of people on live television? Nothing. What do you think? I would have already plugged it. I would have promoted it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. We get back to camp. It's the middle of the night. We're getting mail, baby. Get that mail. So you're getting some sleep. You gotta get that sleep because right away early in the morning, we're going to the ship. In to the ship. In more ways than one, we're going to the ship. That sucks. Yeah. Like being told at this point, like yeah, we we know what this is about. It happens almost every season. But being told, hey, you were out really late, having this 
one challenge at tribal, two, a vote afterwards, getting grilled for probably an hour about things so they can put it on television yeah. to not even really use much of it mm -hmm. and then go back to camp and do it all over and well and then get a little very little amount of sleep for a challenge that will be endurance focused Physical, every time yeah it's mm. i don't function well on lack of sleep i don't know if you do i have a, a, a dead spot if i'm at like 70 to 100 percent charged i'm good if I'm at like 20 to 0% charge, or 20 to 1% charged, I hit that, I keep hitting second wins over and over again. <laughs> I can go forever until I can't. That middle area where I'm just drowsy though, useless. Mm, mm, okay. Cool. Uh, that's why we, that's why I've had two coffees and a Baja Blast <laughs> today. And I don't drink caffeine. You are a psychopath. I am an insane person. That was me drinking. Gatorade. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is actually Gatorade. It's not fun. Because we've been talking for a long time, Jared. That's true. Uh, Tyler says that t uh, Dara married her boyfriend from the challenge, despite the relationship seeming doomed. Oh, all right. Two children. Cute. Yeah, and then we have plugs about the emails. Well, I'm hoping we can get to emails at the end. Depending yes. on how long this goes, we'll probably get to emails. So, don't hold me to it, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway... We wake up, we're back at the pirate ship. The playground, as we found out. <laughs> the playground for remember Mark, how I, Mark Burnett's children. Yeah, remember how I referenced that it looked like a playground I played on when I was younger? Yeah. That's so funny after that, after learning that. We can't keep referencing that. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, but speaking of, I do have to read this one. Apparently Dara only ever talked about chocolate chips and boob jobs. Which we also talk about in the episode that'll come out next. Yeah. So, hold on to that one. Uh, so, we're doing the memory walk. It's a different memory walk. A memory stand? A memory... Light it on fire. A memory burn. A memory bonfire. <laughs> we are taking the torches. We're putting them on the pirate ship thing. And we're lighting it on fire with our, our flare gun... Musket Shotgun musket thing. thing, yeah. The blunderbuss of flames. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird. Oh, okay. So, this last Sunday, I took the first half of a theatrical firearm safety class. Okay. Next Sunday, I'm taking the second half, where I actually have to, like, fire a gun with blanks and all that, and it's gonna be fun. All right, did you hunt growing up? No, but I did shoot guns. But fake guns... Like, I never actually got to go out hunting, but, like, there was sometimes I thought I was going to, and then okay. the plans just fell through. So, okay. like, I, I went to the firing range and stuff. Sure. Learning about that, and then going back and, like, thinking about the canon episode that we talked about, where they were just sticking their whole ass face in it, is even worse than I thought. <laughs> like, it's so much worse it's bad. than I thought. It's real bad. So, just, yeah. And same with, like, these blunderbusses and everything else. Anyway, please continue. <laughs> yeah, so they, they give everyone their, their moment of, all right, here's a couple clips. We say a few things about them. Everyone's actually pretty, like, good about this or yeah. was edited to be good about this. They do hold the name tags weirdly. <laughs> like, they have their, th each every person the exact same way where they have their, like, thumbs pressed up against the pole 
and it's like they're reading their name for the first time or like reading from a script. <laughs> I'm sure they were told to do it a very specific way for the camera. Absolutely. But it's weird. <laughs> it is very weird. Yeah. And then they, they get off of the ship, they take their muskets, and they fire at the ship, and it lights very quickly. Immediately. I, like, the shot is a good shot. It Everyone seems like it hit, a, it hit the screen yeah. of the ship, or the sail of the ship. That ship must have reeked of gasoline. I, I don't know. Like, I was looking for something coming up from the bottom to be like, oh, they lit it from the bottom, so it made it look like, oh, but they did it, yay. I didn't see that. I didn't either. I thought maybe they got it. Or like you said, maybe there was a bunch of gas on there and it just boom, went up. Yeah, it's definitely at least lighter fluid all over that yeah. sail. It didn't look like it had the like puff of that you would expect from gas, but I haven't watched it in a week, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, that brings up a good point. The only person that we don't get a moment of Austin. Yeah. Because he isn't good enough to have his torch on the ship. We have to leave it at Tribal Council and they show it being laid down at Tribal Council. Fuck this sanctimonious he doesn't, bullshit. He doesn't deserve to have it go up in flames. I... Fuck off. <laughs> like, that's all I have to say. Like, I get it. I understand why you want to get the precedent of, like, people not quitting. This is too far. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? And as we find out later, like... Dude's riddled with staph infections. Maybe he had a point. Maybe his body couldn't take anymore. He's not the first person to have to leave because of medical things, and we've talked about it a lot. We've probably yeah. talked to death. I, I, if he hadn't been in the early game trying to quit, maybe it wouldn't be as big of a deal. Although maybe everyone has that footage you could pull. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. And... Oh, the other thing from that, that highlight reel is, that, did we need the shower scene? No. Of all the things that you're like, ah, this woman who made it far in the game, they don't have, They don't have sh any other shots that show off Dara in the game at all, just shower scene? Nah. All right. Nah. <laughs> just showers. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's kind of it. There was a really good shot of uh, uh, the camera over John's shoulder as he, like, kind of looks over somewhere else and the ship's burning in the background, that looks like the meme of the girl that's looking back as the house is on fire maniacally. Mm. So this was ahead of its time. It's ahead of its time, baby. So, yeah, that's it. They do the, the walk, and then they get to final immunity challenge. We are standing on rafts. I love this challenge. Do you really? Yes. Why? I just... Listen, I like endurance challenges. And... I think this one is a good balance of difficult while not being over too quickly unless you're Sandra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just... The waves add in that extra little wrinkle from, like, that you don't get for, like, standing, holding on to something. Yeah. Unfortunate for the... Or maybe fortunate for the show that Lil has been doing these specific aerobics for like 30 years apparently <laughs> and could have gone all day. Could have, I, you could have put me up there and just lock me in, baby, we're doing it. They could have left, gone and like done the final tribal council and come back and Lil still would have been there. Unfortunate Johnny Fairplay didn't stand a chance. No, 
And this oh, man. I mean, depending on how you look at it. Some people may be like, yes, finally he's gone. Sure. I did love all of the scenes of John trying to negotiate with Lil. Yeah. And Lil having none of it. Lil absolutely it's... did not want any of it. Dude, it is peak comedy. And at one point, it, it's the same thing that happened to Jenna last season, right? Where the person who's been the mover and shaker is trying to cut a deal. And the person who wins the challenge is like, no, I'm winning this for me. Yeah. I've decided that I want to win this challenge. Yeah. And what one of the exchanges is something like, uh, Johnny's like, you know, I'll, I'll let you win right now. Just take me to final two. And Lil, uh, Lil's like, do you trust me? And he's like, no. Or he says like, maybe or whatever. And she's like, well then jump in the water. And he goes, well, will you take me then? And she's like, no, I'm not going to. And he goes, that's not a deal. That's not how a deal works. <laughs> that's not how deals work. Lil, we need to, let's negotiate. Like I take you, you take me. I don't care. Let's make a deal. So good. <laughs> and Jeff says something along the lines of like, uh, I think she just said no deal. And Johnny's like, I think she just said game over. Because he knows that uh -huh. he's lost at this point. Wow. He's going to give it everything he has, but like... He's going to play that mental manipulation, though. She's going to, like, even if you don't think you can beat her, you have to get in her brain saying if he's going to go as long as he has to. Yeah, I mean, he did not. He, did, he didn't. <laughs> he oh, did no. not. He didn't. But, man, he makes it much further than I probably expected. Like, that two was hours and 45 minutes on that challenge? Is long. Sandra's out in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she then sits there for two and a half hours on the raft, watching them. Hey, Jared, want to make a deal? Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> okay, no deal. So Lil wins. Lil wins this very difficult challenge. Coming through, I love the old lady winning challenge at the end bit. Like everyone loves an underdog. Everyone loves an underdog. Maybe not the jury, but everyone loves oh, an underdog. Oh no, the jury does not. <laughs> yeah. So we get back to camp. Both people are trying to pitch to Lil. All right, here's how you. Here's why I think you should take me. Here's what you got to do. This is the Colby choice from season two. Mm. This is. If you look at it from Lil's point of view, it's the same thing as what Colby was, was deciding between in season two. Do I take the person that I think I can beat, that is Johnny Fairplay, mm -hmm. or do I take the person that I would be okay with having the money, which is Sandra? Now, I don't think she can beat Johnny Fairplay. I don't think Lil beats anyone in the jur or anyone in the final five, except maybe Burton. In a final tribal. I... Her final tribal was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> so really, in that way, I guess it's kind of... It, she's really deciding who she wants to hand a million dollars to. Yeah. But in her mind, I think she thinks she can beat Johnny. I mean... <laughs> at tribal council, she's like, it comes down to whether or not I feel like I can beat the person in a final vote. That's what I'm deciding on. And it's unbelievably not that yeah either she's lying to us she's lying to herself or she changed her mind between saying that and going to vote or like you said maybe she just didn't have a good choice and di either did realize it or was fully aware and just like i don't know here's what i'm gonna say to make it feel good 
from the time the outcasts come back in the game, mm-hmm. Bert and Will, do you think, unless it's the two of them up there, they have any chance of beating anyone? I think that that would be a bitter jury. I, I hate to reference, like, bitter juries, because it seems like it's such a cop-out answer. Sure. But no one liked that twist. No. That's what I was thinking, too, is that, like, even if Lil and Burton were great competitors, even if they were charismatic in the final tribal councils, I don't know, man. I, I think that people who... You gotta remember, they're living it 24-7. And... They know how long you were gone. They lived how long you were gone. They know what that did to their body versus what it did to yours. It'd be a really tough sell. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's a voting confessional provided by the chat from Lil. Johnny Fairplay, I think the jury, they're going to wise up and see who the master of this game is. And that will put me in second. I'm hoping I have a better chance with Sandra, and this is why I cast my vote to you. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good confessional. It's, uh, it tells you about what you need to know. So she caught on that she couldn't beat Johnny. Okay. Correct. Hmm. I mean, she couldn't beat Tanner either. Well, we, sure. We learned that. Okay. We're beating a dead horse at this point. Anything else you want to touch on from this uh, tribal council? The only thing I, I want to point out is something she said where she says, like, about something like, I have to just hope I have more friends on the jury Oh no! This is after the tribal council. This is this is mm-hmm. her 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 confessional right afterwards. Like, yeah, I just have to hope I have more friends on the jury than Sandra. And I'm like, you do not have more friends on that jury than Sandra. <laughs> you have maybe half a friend on that jury in in Burton, and I don't even know about that. So, mm. all right. Does she know that though? I don't know <laughs> because what Lil seems to know and comprehend changes by the scene. All right, that's fair. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Sandra is taken. She's super surprised that she's being taken. Yeah. And she she is so thankful to Lil. I mean, Lil just handed her a million dollars, but thank you. And we have this moment of, hey, it's just the two of us. Like, Peace. Great. Peace. Everything's fine. We did it. And then we get the ramp up to final tribal council. Yeah. And everyone's, we're doing our bit. And people are, are chiming in saying, this is what we want. This is what is going to happen. I don't know. How do we feel about this? How do we feel about these two? Not, there's not a whole lot, like, grabbing to me in this section. No, most of what jumped out to me, Rhino seems really fucking cool. And it's a shame that we don't get more of him. I kind of want to hang out with Rhino. Yeah, especially after a story, which you'll hear on episode 100. Uh, somebody, I don't remember who it was, says, wow, the person who's expected to go first home first on Morgan and the person who's expected to go home first on Drake made it to the final two. And I'm like, wow, is Sandra really perceived that negatively, that she was perceived to be the first person that, was, that should go home? That's surprising to me. But it's, I guess yeah. if you're thinking of challenges, it could be true. Yeah. She's awful at the challenges. People look at the first few votes as straightly a, a physical vote too many times. Yeah, I agree. Like, yes, Sandra should have been gone if you're going down that line. First vote is, are you terrible to be around? Mm-hmm. Which it doesn't seem like anybody on Drake was so terrible to be around. That was a deciding factor. Nobody mastered their holes. 
Nobody mastered their holes. <laughs> Nobody assaulted anybody that that we know of. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just assumed that nobody did, hopefully. Um, and the first vote off was you guys, them throwing a challenge. So, yeah. I guess it, I guess it could have been, like, Sandra or Michelle first without That's true. that. Had it gone differently and the, the Drake tribe loses that first challenge or one of the first two or, challenges. Or one of the first three. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you have a different story. Yeah. But here we are. So, final tribal council, baby. Oh, one more thing, the canoeing back in the sunset, like canoeing the final tribal council mm-hmm. with the sunset, maybe one of the most beautiful nature shots we've had this it's entire season. It's, it's really good. It's really good. I feel a little bit bad for Lil and Sandra to be paddling that big canoe for just two people. Yeah. And they have to also haul the cameraman. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's in there with them, like shooting down the lens and like, all right, go paddle me, paddle me, go. Hopefully he helped after they started getting moving. I don't know. I feel like if I knew I was getting a minimum $100,000, I'd be fine with that canoe. All right, let's get in that canoe, baby. Yeah, right? <laughs> Take, I'll do that for $100,000. Oh, fuck, I'll do that for $1,000. I'll do that for 20 bucks. <laughs> All right. Final Tribal Council. We It's the same format as we've seen. We get our introductory speeches. We get a question from everyone. And we get a final speech. <laughs> Anything jump out about those introductory speeches? Well, first I want to say, and Johnny Fairplay, if you do listen to this, thank you. I I don't like the mustache choice. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. Uh, I, I forgot I didn't like it because I forgot what it looked like, but I did write down here, you, I hate that mustache. It's very professional wrestler. It. You're right, it is. Sandra's opening statement was awful. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Did you prep anything? No. That was... Off the cuff from somebody who doesn't like speaking off the cuff. That, or at least that's how it felt. This is the note that I took for Sandra's introductory speech. Hello. I'm a team player. I helped out. Done. And, um, and yeah, and, um, yeah, I guess that I seed my time. Oh, I will never get on people for, and, um, we do a podcast. I mean, sure, but (laughs) you literally have a day where you have, you should be doing nothing but preparing that opening statement. Yeah. You should have that thing fucking down. Yeah. I mean... Or at least have a good through line. Sure, have a good through line. Yeah, that's really what I'm getting at. Because it does trail off quite a bit. And then Lil says, hold my beer. (laughs) And does an even worse opening statement. Rehashing all of her old wounds. All airing all of her grievances. And immediately being defensive before anyone's even come at her. Yeah. Hey, my strategy was to be myself. And you all turned your back on me. People and you won- wronged me, people I've outlasted in this game. People, I need your vote to get a million dollars. And then Rhino asks our question first. And I think they do it, they did it this season by order of votes. Like, That's what it seems like. Or at least it was edited that way. Yeah, I do like that better. Mm-hmm. And then Rhino just hits Lil with a fucking haymaker <laughs> right away. Rhino, his question for Lil... Is it fair that Lil only played 29 days? Like, is it, you, you didn't play the whole game. You is didn't it, outlast. You've already been voted out. Is you that were, fair? Yeah. You missed a third of, or a fourth of the game. I don't know that I find that fair. So, and she doesn't have a good answer. And in her defense, I don't know what a good answer is there. I, I get what she was getting at, though. She's like, I don't know. Getting voted out is the, was the worst feeling of my life. Like, all of you have felt that. It yeah. doesn't feel good. So it wasn't just a walk in the park. 
But you're right. There needed to be some follow-up there. Yeah. I mean, I guess the best possible pitch is, and this is how I improved my game from when I came back. Mm -hmm. And maybe throw some Morgan under the bus. Be like, yeah, Morgan, the Morgan drive fucking sucked. (laughs) I mean, she she had a moment. She changed how she played the game. Yeah. She changed how she looked at the game. Like, this is a game. Hey, I, it's okay that I'm not obeying all of the rules that I abide myself by in the outside world. That's fine. For Sandra, he asked, did you ride people's coattails? And her answer is pretty good. I think she... So, as for as bad as her opening statement is, the rest of Sandra's final tribal is awesome. Yeah. Minus the Tuana answer. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, if she... If she answered that question better, she literally would have played a perfect game. I, the the answer of like, whose coattails did I ride? Because I'm sitting here right now. So, did I ride Lil's? No. And I, what she was kind of hinting at without Did I ride Rupert's? He's over there. (laughs) He was there early. Yeah, I mean, she does talk about like, yeah, I guess I kind of rode Rupert's through like the tribe phase, but that's the tribe phase of the game where Mm -hmm. we literally didn't go to a tribal council until we decided we wanted to. Yeah. So, (laughs) I have lost my train of thought. Who needs it? (sighs) In a live podcast. On a live, yeah, on a live podcast. I'm gonna gonna keep moving. Like, we hammered the point. Like, she didn't ride people's coattails. Yes. Rupert gets up and asks, Lil... Everything you said to me was a lie. Were you ever truthful to me? This is so melodramatic. Yes. Correct. I hated this. Ah, This is Rupert TM, though. I... I love Rupert when he's winning. I don't know that I like Rupert when he's losing. Jared, that's not how life works. What do you mean? don't win all the time. I know. And I wish he was better at losing. (laughs) He's a sore loser. This show and doing this as a podcast has given me such a different like view, worldview of Rupert. Mm. Cause I did. I, when I watched this show, I was team Rupert a hundred percent. Like you could not convince me anything otherwise. And now that I'm watching, like you pointed out a good point. Like it was kind of his time to go. Yeah. When he went, and the show would be very different, and I don't know that the season would have been as good had he stayed. I uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I agree. Yeah, I said it. I stand by it. I said it. I said what I said. <laughs> but there's there's been little red flags all throughout, and he's gonna be very interesting to track in All Stars because like from the let's go assault borderline assault Johnny Fairplay by the beach for voting for me Moida. to the pity party confessional to this like beratement of Lil for no reason. It's not, it's not, like, it doesn't erase everything else that is Rupert, but it is, it's kind of red flags. Yeah. Chad backs me up. Everyone was Team Rupert. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Because he's he's a likable guy with a really high level of emotional intelligence, but also you have to be able to control, like, control your feelings a little bit. You can't just lash out at people because you're upset. And, like, Lil tries her best here. She's like, I don't know. I was honest with you 100% until Burton wanted you out. Burton did it. The best thing to do in a final tribal is take no responsibility for your moves. Correct. And again, this is how the game has changed. And, like, everyone would be like, no, I did that. I swear. I did it. It was me. <laughs> well, I, I, I actually remember what I was going to say before. 
about the riding coattails and the genius of Sandra's game. And mm. I wish she would have articulated it like this. Mm. She's not riding coattails in a passive way. She's doing what in racing, dragging behind somebody, taking their wind, and then catapulting around them when the time is right. And it's a really good strategy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good strategy, man. Uh, he goes on to ask Sandra, what did you know the day that I got voted out? He has an inkling. I, I think he he has a slight idea, like, I think you were more in on this than you said. Yeah, well, I think the vote for John probably is like, wait a minute, why was there a vote for John? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I was right there with it. I, I said, that seems a little fishy. I conspiracy theory it. Yeah. But her answer, I believe her. Her answer was pretty good. Yeah. I threw my vote on Johnny Fairplay because it didn't matter. Uh, then I threw a fit when I got back. Like, I was the one who... who Dump the fish. I mean, she didn't say that. She did not say that. She didn't say that. She did not want to lose Chris's vote right there. <laughs> but she threw a fit when he got back. And Johnny was a snake, and you said Drake Strong. Yeah, the, the tribalism of Rupert is fucking stupid. Yeah. It was fucking stupid the moment that the merge happened. <laughs> okay. Moving on to T's question. Give me a reason why the other person doesn't deserve to win. That, that, Survivor loves this question. It's a good question. Yeah. Uh, Lil coming in with Sandra disrespected multiple people. She rode coattails. Hey, the thing that I heard before, she rode coattails. Tell me, uh, yeah, I don't know. And Sandra's like, Lil is responsible for every single one of you being voted out. She was on the right side of every vote. Literally the only misstep in Sandra's tribal council, except for a an underwhelming opening statement is mm -hmm. this because you just gave Lil a resume where she didn't have one. <laughs> Correct. Suddenly. Okay. Lil's not looking that bad. And it costs her the only vote that she loses. Yeah. All right. Krista, you hid behind the oath. She says to Lil, you always said you were sorry. What's your deal? Like what's, what's up here? Why, why are you hiding behind the boy scouts? I, don't care about this. You don't? The the whole line of like badgering Lil because of the Boy Scouts, I, I have no interest in, especially because she did not choose to wear this on the island. <laughs> she chose to wear this to a photo shoot, which is very different. Mm. And then she got told, get off the boat. The game starts now. Get in there, baby. She, her tribe... Did not win the clothing reward challenge. No. She no. never had a chance to switch out her clothes. <laughs> I don't blame her. Okay. All right. Yeah. And she, she kind of, she touches on it. She's like, it's a part of me. If I didn't ditch my oath or like, if I played like a boy scout, I wouldn't have lasted very long. And she didn't. She got voted out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then she got back in. So. Mm. And... Krista goes on to ask, what was your best plot? Like, what did you do through this whole game? What did you come up with, essentially? And her answer, sneaking in the dirt with tea. Finding out that Johnny Fairplay wasn't being completely honest with us. and With tea, specifically. With tea, specifically. And then flipping that on tea. Like, 
T should have shut up. <laughs> T should shut up. It's, shut. People on Survivor need to learn to shut up. Yeah. No. To, to each other. Tell us everything. Absolutely not. Where's the fun in that? Uh, Burton, 1 to 10. How would you do on a deserted island? Okay, so if I remember correctly, Sandra gives a 5 and yep. Lil gives a 7? Good memory. Okay. Those are not correct. <laughs> Sandra should be a 3. And Ten, Lil... Sandra should be less than a 5, absolutely. Correct. I mean, I guess she gives her. She does give the caveat of, like, these islands a 5? Because she's more familiar with the food. It's closer. Mm-hmm. It's closer in climate to like Puerto Rico, which is I. She's Puerto Rican. I don't know if she grew up in Puerto Rico, but she's she's more experienced with like the fauna and all that kind of stuff. I don't care. It's a three. <laughs> Lil should be like a nine. I don't know why Lil's underselling herself. The one thing she can do in this game is survive off the land. Yeah, she could do. She could live out here. I'm sure, minus the socializing and. I mean, I guess her body's not really holding up that well, but. She make a fire. Oh, no. If she could play this game by herself, if she was doing that alone reality TV show where you're just, like, out in the wilderness by yourself until everybody else quits, I think she'd, be, she'd do all right. Other than maybe finding the food part. Yeah. The, the fishing was definitely aided by Rupert. But the most important part is Sandra's charming. Sandra has this answer. She goes, so, like, for the first three days, I'd be fine, and then, I don't know, I guess I'd die of starvation? And, like... It gets a chuckle from the jury, and hey, guess yeah. what? The jury's going to vote for who they like. Yeah. Chat brings up a good point. She lost the hook. I don't know if she's that good. Oh, yeah, that is true. <laughs> she lost the hook. Okay, so maybe maybe Lil should stay at a seven, but Sandra should be a three. <laughs> All right. Cool. And, Dara, how'd you get here? Like, honestly, how did you, as a player, get here? And Sandra's like, eh, other people had other agendas. I wasn't the big target. I was there as long as it wasn't me. Like as long as it wasn't me, I'm gonna, I'm with it. She's smart to know to just stay out of the way. Mm-hmm. You need something? Come to me. Yeah. I'll, I'll make it happen. I'll. You got my vote, Sandra, the mob boss. Uh, Sandra. <laughs> Sandra, the logistics broker. Okay. All right. It's more like a I know a Sandra guy. Sandra the Jared. Yeah, I guess. It's more like I it's it's more of I know a guy, less of Oh, I know I know a guy. I know a guy. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll have plenty of those coming up here soon. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and Lil's like I followed along a little bit, but I used my own head sometimes. Lil's like, I have no fucking clue how I got here. <laughs> this is the the bit from Emperor's New Groove. How did we get here, Kronk? I don't know. By all means, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, and then Johnny. Johnny, how did you represent Puerto Ricans? Asked Johnny. Sandra's like, I, I did whatever el- everyone else did. I looked out for myself. Like, am I a representative of Puerto Ricans? No. I'm someone playing this game. Yeah, I think she brings up a couple of points about like how her uh, Puerto Rican heritage culturally helped her. But it's very understated and very quick. This is just a vehicle to get to the next part of John's question. Uh Uh-huh. Which was, uh, hey, Will, how'd you represent the scouts? Well, Johnny, this had nothing to do with the scouts. I didn't represent the scouts very well at all, now did I? I don't know. She basically says, like, I wouldn't have represented the scouts if I was going to play this game again. Which, like, yeah, 
everything besides surviving off the land, every single thing that the Boy Scouts stand for is antithesis to playing the game of Survivor. Yeah. And of course, people were asking about the unaired question. We did talk about the unaired question. Yes. Hold, hold it there. <laughs> I will say nothing. And then we get to our final statements. Sandra, I played as myself. I played as Sandra being open and saying things that are, saying things as they, as they are, and it did me right. I'm a little surprised I'm here, but no regrets. Yeah. It's fine. As I it's chunk that down. Yeah. yeah. It's well stated. Yeah. Lil decides to berate the jury again. Lil. And get defensive. Uh, if I played if I played this again, the Boy Scouts uniform would be home. Uh, whatever you say about my integrity is bullshit. I did the best that I could with what I had, and this was a game. It was a little bit naggy. I get why it's said. Like, she needed to distance herself. Yeah. Was it well executed? No. I don't know. Could I have done any better? I don't know. I don't think so. We'll find out when you get on the show. And we're, we're gonna try it. <sighs> Survivor, put me on Survivor. <laughs> I have connections now. Probably not the right connections. Probably not the right connections. <laughs> I think that's, that's not a reference that will help you. Correct. At least not with the current host and producer. Yeah. I knew this vote was gonna be 6-1 the moment that they only showed one vote for each of them. Okay. That has that happened last season too, where it's like, oh, we only showed, oh, we didn't show two votes for each person. Ooh, there's yeah. only one vote to show for one of them, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, when we get to the three people in finale, it, the dynamic is shifted a little bit, but there is still that, oh, I think I know what happens because of what they showed and what they didn't show. Yeah. Yep. We get back to the reunion. Well, not the reunion yet. We do the live show part the live airing but we're in cbs studios for the first time that's fun sure i think as far as i know we're here for the rest of time until covid until the crumbling of the earth i'm sure there's something in the middle where they're like nah let's go do it in space Ooh, there you go but i don't remember covid can't get you in space it's well I guess. The suits make you socially distanced. Air can't make you, get you in space either. Precisely. Okay. <laughs> so we get back. There's not a whole lot of, like, hoopla to this. It's, all right, let's get to the votes, baby. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're right, it's a 6-1 vote. Sandra wins. Sandra wins Survivor Pearl Islands. And she deserved it. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she won this. And she, she did might, a great job. Besides Hatch she might be the best winner we've had. Okay. I mean, let's do that now, why don't we? Let's rank our... Well... Alright, sure, let's rank our winners. Sure, why not? Sure. Uh, let me pull up... Talk a little bit about this while I pull this up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very understated, and I wish she was a better salesman of herself, but she always knew exactly what she needed to do, and her superpower, mm-hmm. as I've mentioned a couple of times, is cutting through the bullshit. So when somebody's waffling, when you have an idea, when you have a plan, the most dangerous thing is not knowing where somebody stands. She is so good at being able to cut through all of the ambiguity and be like, are you with me or are you not? Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I, I don't know, I think that's a really good and that's a good power to have in Survivor and one I don't think has shown up yet and 
is not appreciated yet. Sure. Well, do you want to do your season ranking or your winner ranking first? Season ranking, I think... Uh, I already placed this in the episode that we lost. I think I placed it at... It was either number two or number three. You did put it at number two. Number I, two. That makes sense. Yeah. We had, we had made make the pitch for why number two over... Uh, or behind the Amazon. Behind Amazon. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. I... I just like Amazon better as a as a full ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Pearl Islands, I mean, they're one A one B to me. Pearl Islands has a really strong top part of the cast, like Sandra, Johnny Fairplay, Rupert, um, friend of the show, Johnny Fairplay. <laughs> you can uh, say that now. I can. Rupert, uh, and, and like a few others too that pop up. I mean, hell, even Lil is an interesting character. Yeah, but there's a lot of duds in this season. Mm. Even, like, T. Like, T is is cool, but we don't get to see very much of her. I like T. I like T, too. But the problem is, those, especially Rupert and Johnny Fairplay, the hero-villain story, mm-hmm. takes up so much air in the room that other people that are that could be interesting don't get a lot of airtime. Whereas Amazon, except for people who go home early because they're in less episodes, I feel like I kind of got to know everyone, and there was a lot of different stories going on. Hell, Butch burned down the camp. Like, <laughs> there's just like, oh, the chain episode. Yeah. You had It's a cast of fucking weirdos mm-hmm. that, like, sure, Rob is like the brains of that season. He's the, or the strategist of that season. But he doesn't suck up all of the oxygen in the room like Rupert and Johnny Fairplay and to a lesser extent Sandra do. Yeah. I, for me... Pearl Islands is my favorite at this point, uh, but it's we are different people. That's okay. For our rankings portion, it will be as it stands: Amazon, Pearl Islands, Marquesas, Borneo, Australian Outback, Africa, and Thailand. Now your winners, and we're already getting like absolutely bombarded in the chat. Your winners, as they stand right now, and remember, this is mostly like, this is the two of us working together. But I don't know if I claim this. Our winners, as of right now. Hatch, Brian, Vesepia, Jenna, Tina, Ethan. Yeah, I definitely put her second. Sandra second. Sandra second, Hatch number one. Yep. Which is interesting because they played such different games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I don't I don't know that I have much to argue in this. Like, I I really like Sandra's game here. Yeah, and I also think Johnny Fair probably get mad at me for saying this. <laughs> I think if she was a man, her edit would not be, or I don't know if it's edit, her, the moves that she made would be more appreciated. Because I think that there's a, and maybe she'd even be able to sell herself more because there's the gender stigma. Like we, we've seen up through these seven seasons, like, the, the female winners, Tina Vesepia and Jenna, did not get as much of their game shown to us as people like behind the scenes that were with them say existed. Mm-hmm. Less so for Jenna, but especially for Tina and Vesepia. Sure. Okay, cool. Let's not dwell on, on it any longer. Uh, the reunion. Do you have thoughts about the reunion? I had a lot of thoughts about the reunion. Good. Hit me with them. Um, okay, let's see here. Oh, I was surprised Austin was back. There was a part of me that was like, are they even going to let him come to the reunion? Yeah. 
I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did too. I wish Austin would have actually talked about his medical problems. Yeah. Not in depth. You don't have, you, you listen, whatever your medical history is your medical history, but like he didn't even try to defend himself. He was very confident in his decision, but even a simple like, Hey man, I was actually really, really sick. Unless they made him sign like some type of NDA yeah. or told him he couldn't talk about it. I don't understand why you don't. I wonder if that's the case. If they were told backstage, like, this is what you're going to be asked about. Like, you can say this, you can't say that. I don't know how that works. I don't either. I, I don't think that's the case, but sometimes, eh. Lawyer's gonna lawyer. Lawyer gonna lawyer. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> well... I had wrote down that I think John could have swayed at least one person in the final two because they made it look like Lil would have beat John in the final two. And then we learned some more context behind that in episode 100 that we're going to put out. So yeah. I, I won't labor that. Listen for that. It's very insightful. Um, yeah, I don't know that everyone was telling the truth there. I don't think a lot of them were telling the truth. <laughs> I did love that Rupert called out Hatch as like a... I, Ever since I saw the first season, I wanted to beat that guy, and they're going to be on the same tribe at All Stars. Yeah, Chef's Kiss. A <laughs> uh, lot of objectifying Rupert's wife for some reason. Of like, huh, Rupert, you're a lucky guy. Look how hot your wife is. Yeah, I don't know why we did this. It all seems, uh, I don't know. Like you're trying to compliment Rupert, and it's it's not coming across as that. It's coming across as just weird. Yeah, there's more to Rupert than that. His wife is hot. I don't know. Uh, Johnny Fairplay knows how to be a heel. Getting the getting the crowd to boo him. Uh, people should. I can't believe people would like flip him off in public and assault him in public. That's crazy to me and very upsetting. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised nobody seemed mad about the grandma lie. Yeah, everyone was pretty on board for the grandma lie. Everyone was pretty like, "Wow, game respect game." So that's cool. Sean seems like a whiny piss baby. <laughs> they went to him several times and he never. He seemed downright combative. Yeah. Like he did not want to be there. Oh, sorry. I have to correct you. It, they are not on the same tribe. Oh, I thought you said they were. Uh, no. Oh, I, damn. I don't remember which tribe I gave you, but I, they are not on the same tribe. Okay, gotcha. At least not the, the same starting tribe. Um, they, they mentioned that there's only two rules in Survivor. You can't, uh, no physical violence, and you can't conspire to share the money. Yeah. So that does completely get rid of my argument. Yes, correct. About, like, why don't you just do this, then, if this is allowed? So, I listen, I'm Jared and I was wrong. I'm singing the Jared wrong song. <laughs> oh, I remember which tribe it is. It's uh, the tribe of Sheehan, Colby, Hatch, Jenna, Lex, and Kathy. Lex is who I was thinking of, not Rupert. Yep. Okay. Um... The questions of, like, rumors of people dating each other was fucking weird. It was weird. Leave them alone. Yeah. The band was super cool. And there's guys doing, like, these cool leg kicks while he's playing one of the instruments. <laughs> I love live bands in the show. It's, it's a weird little something-something, but... It is funny that we pointed out how that one word scramble challenge fucking sucked. And they're like, here's the 12-year-old. We got to design it. It was built by a child. And I was hey, like, yeah. I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Can we make that our next guest? I want to find who that child grew up to be and, like, <laughs> question this person. Like, that sounds a great five minutes of conversation. <laughs> five-minute episode yeah but yeah that was those were kind of the, that's the the quick rundown of, of all the things that jumped out to me in the reunion yeah i think 
the thing that shocked me the most is just how long they hung on Rupert. Like, they were short on time, clearly. Which, again, we, we have this whole cast of people. A lot of people we talked to for, like, maybe a second. Yeah. And we spent the whole time talking to Rupert and Johnny Fairplay. Yeah. Because they're big characters that take up all the space in the room. Yep. And that's great, but for an ensemble reunion, that kind of sucks. <laughs> Johnny's, uh, one, getting booed by the audience. Mm, great. And also the, I'm nice, but I'm an asshole. It's a great line. Kind, but, uh, kind, but not nice. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I wanted to be the most hated villain of all time in Survivor. He did. He is. He is there at this point. point. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, ah. It's great. Um, I, I think I would just like to, unless you have anything more, like I have a couple final things for the reunion, but I kind of want to get to emails. No, that's everything I got. Awesome. So one little, a little spoiler for you in that audience was a future survivor member or future survivor contestant. That's so cool. Somewhere in that audience. That's so cool. I saw that and I'm like, oh yeah. Hey, look at you. Huh. Cool. That's fun. Uh, what else? Oh yeah. Maybe All-Stars, my grandpa's gonna die from Johnny Fairplay. Genius. That was a great line. That was a great line. And yeah, all the, the like weird, like trying to get people... And we talked about Dara and just outing her career shit. But, like, trying to get people to talk about, hey, who's sleeping with who? Like, we don't want... Just, please stop. Please stop. Not a fan. We don't like it. All right. Cool. Then let's just... Let's do some emails here. What a weird little go-around. I... Thank you, people in the chat, for hanging out with us. Like, this is great. Uh, Finale email. Let's go through this finale email from Josh. For the finale email, I'll skip Lil because everything I said the first time around, appreciate that. Uh, Spoiler for this season said that a younger and an older woman would be the final two. There was very heavy speculation it would be Lil and Dara. Interesting. Okay. That's good stuff. Uh, CBS president said Dara was cast on the show because they thought she would get into conflict with people. Dara? Yeah, interesting. Or Dara? Dara, Dara, Dara. Yeah. I don't know. Johnny Fairplay just corrected us he, on this. I know, and we've I know. already fucking it up. That's all right. Um, interesting. Huh. Oh, there it is. Sorry. With black people. Ah, got <laughs> it. That's upsetting. So, is it because she's from Mississippi? <laughs> I think a little bit, but also... It's not the first time I've heard that. About, about Dara? About, about a prejudice there. But again, Wait, about prejudice with Dara or just with cast, or with casting looking for trying to drum up racial tension? Uh, the first one. Ooh. But I don't know. Again, I'm not, I'm sure maybe it was a producer being like, hey, this person is from the South. Yeah. This person is a young, like, has certain opinions that may lead to this. I don't know. That tracks with them putting both of the black people in one tribe. Then. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Oh, no. Again, who knows? This is this is all a bunch of stuff. Uh, John has a ton of infamous reality TV moments. 
including Celebrity Fear Factor gets another contestant disqualified when they punch him in the stomach. Hilarious. I, I watched it. It's it's beautiful. Uh, oh, you even sent me a link, and I, I didn't even need that. Look at that. Gets in a drunken fight with Jeff Probst's brother at the season <laughs> 9 reunion. Okay. Gets in a ton of fights on the show Kill Reality, which ends in him getting disqualified after he took a dump in a contestant's bed. Oh, man. Holy shit. Fucking Johnny. I love that. Cool. And, like, has some more stuff, but we'll, we'll keep that teased for later. Ugh. Yeah, a lot of things we're, we cover in our uh, interview with Johnny Fairplay. So right, yeah. I, I think you're really on, on point here, Josh. So, like, big props. Your information's good. Yeah. Sandra and Fairplay could not make it to All-Stars because they had parasites, among a ton of other medical issues. I yeah he he talked about it just being in in our in the in our interview with him it's too soon yeah just too soon yeah like you can't do that um, but thank you thank you Josh that was a great email uh, let's get to the Carl finale email Carl add some finale notes because I don't want to send a huge email multiple episodes into All Stars no we're gonna get to it now baby. Don't, no worries about condensing my emails. It would be very irrational of me to expect you to include all of them <laughs> in your podcast. But buckle up for notes. Uh, I actually know the basics of the Morgan story, having read about Latin American history as a Spanish major. Hmm. You can include that in the podcast if you have time, but if you don't, I'll put it here. Anyway, it's just for you. Essentially, Spain had established colonies in much of L.A., and Panama was one of the richest because... Latin America. Latin America, smart. was one of the richest because it was the main stop-off point for Spain's treasure-laden ships going to the New World. Mm. Uh, from the New World to Spain. Right. Goods would be shipped upriver and transported by mule across the remainder of the Isthmus. Isthmus? Isthmus? Isthmus. Give it some good lithmus. Henry Morgan was a privateer sponsored by the British government. He came from the Caribbean side with all his goons, went downriver till he couldn't, and then him and all his pirates basically walked into Panama City, took all they could, and burned it to the ground. Got it. Okay. Uh, the upshot was he got richer, and B, the Spanish were weakened, which is what the British wanted. Yep. Yeah. Privateers are just state-sponsored pirates. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, survivor notes. I think the dead grandma ethics conversation is super interesting, but to keep the email manageable... I will just say I think the line is causing direct harm to people. I think the line is causing direct harm to people. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, we'll get into the playing fellow survivors off contestant uh, conversation down the line. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Like, that didn't hurt anyone. Yeah, I agree. And it's... Uh, I think it was all fair in the game. I have to change my mind on that. Okay. You and Carl's arguments were very persuasive. Yay. Was listening to a different podcast and heard the kicking sand in Lil's face story is, is BS, according to Sandra. She would just cuss her out all the time. All right. That's funny. Uh, and then finale stuff. Oh, a lot of it's John. That's good stuff. So I'm going to skip a lot of this. In the final four breakfast, wine is included specifically to get John's head in the game again. After Burton was voted out, he wasn't feeling it anymore, and he just wanted to be done. But at moments in the game, he tended to be more aggressive with his gameplay after getting alcohol in his system. So the producers included wine in the breakfast, and lo and behold, it worked. Interesting. 
<laughs> Interesting. I think Will beating John in the final immunity is my favorite scene ever so far. It's the perfect mix of dramatic and comedic. The idea of Johnny Fairplay, the perpetrator of the dead grandma lie, getting outbested by Will. These are called squats. Yeah. Morris is just perfect. It's, yeah, no, I agree. It is one of my favorite scenes so far. It's comedic value is just top of the charts. <laughs> Lil later said another season she voted John out because she was concerned he would uh, party so hard he'd kill himself in a year if he won the million. Okay. And she didn't want it on her conscience that she contributed to that. If zero, zero consistency from Lil across the board. If that's true, or if that's like just an anecdote later down the road, that's wild. Let me control your life and not give you money. God. Again, seems like a very sweet lady I would not want to spend even five minutes with. Yeah. Uh, it may be obvious, but Lil was never, ever, ever going to win because nobody liked her on the jury, plain and simple. Yeah. At the reunion, Dara said uh, she misheard Jeff's question. She would have voted for John. Okay. I think she was the only person she would have been close against. I think John and Sandra, at the very least, knew Lil was a goat the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Also, I don't think that you can take the reunion question at face value because it's all retroactive. We spend a listen. We can skip those ones. Episode one hundred. John Johnny gives us some inside info on that. Yeah, and like we we talked about that too in the episode that was lost. Of they they saw everything. Yeah, like yeah. This is after they've seen the episode where he lied about his dead grandma. After they've seen all his confessionals, I also want to point out that I, I think I talk about in, in mutiny. John has a bit where he is. He's doing the kayfabe to us and saying, like, ah, these women are so dumb, ha, ha, ha. But, like, when he gets the question of, like, wow, three out of five of the people up here are women, he gives a very eloquent answer. Mm. Which makes me think he would have absolutely run circles around most of the people in Final Tribal. Okay. Because, at the very least, whether you believe that that... Whichever side of it you believe is kayfabe, he can turn it on and off. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just going to keep cranking these questions. I'm going to just do the finale emails, and then we'll leave it there. Uh, Connor, this question is for the finale. First off, my winner rankings are as follows. We love winner rankings. Hatch, Brian, Sandra, Tina, Vesepia, Ethan, Jenna. That's pretty close to ours. That's just some just some flip-floppy, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that they are all good winners in their own right, and a few seasons down the line, there will be a couple of winners who are easy to rank at the bottom. My question is, do you think Sandra is one of the best manipulators the show has ever seen so far? She knows how to change her personality to multiple people, cause fights, and deflect attention from her. I, I'm i going to go back and, and on what I said, or fall back on what I said. I think it's more negotiation than mm -hmm. manipulation. It's very much like, okay, let's get to brass tacks. You want this from me. This benefits me. Okay, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Or hey, I want this from you. This is how this benefits you. You see it in in uh, the finale, or maybe it's maybe it's the, the, I think it might be the final five, where Lil's like, well, I'm going to be final three no matter who I go with. And she's like, cool, well, you can beat us in a challenge, so you should come with us then. Yeah. That's not manipulation. That's just, that's negotiation. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh she knows how to change her personality to multiple people, cause fights, and deflect attention from her. I would say she's a better player than Brian. I'm just going off of winner's games. 
I think Sandra did what Vesepia did, but did it in stealth mode and did it better. I think she did it better. I don't know that she did it stealthier because the show... <laughs> Vesepia was so stealthy about it, the show refused to put it in the, the episodes. Sh- or the show did a better job of showing us yeah. what was going on. Yeah. Also, don't know if you guys caught how loud the audience got during the reveal that Sandra won and how Krista was bawling, crying after she won. Aw. I saw Krista was happy. I didn't see she was crying. That's so good. Also, shout out to Sandra playing an almost perfect game. Almost perfect game. Literally just fucked up on one question. Only if T voted for her. Yep. She gave one bad answer and it cost her a perfect game. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, And then I just want to get a couple Tyler emails in there because I think we pretty much covered a lot of the emailers. But here's a couple emails from Tyler. In 2013, Krista started a car wash commercial with a Survivor One World contestant. That's funny. Just to let, just to let me know in advance, I'm not just dumping a bunch of videos on you guys. There's some videos I wanted to share when we talk about the where are they now for John. Interesting. Yeah, that's some stuff that we got already. Um, but yeah. Oh, and the, the video of the Danny Bonaducci. Oh, yeah, breaking John's jaw or whatever yeah. it was. So we, we we watched a video of, I, it was like the Fox Reality Awards. Yeah. Which, shocking that those never caught on. <laughs> uh, John was presenting and Danny Bonaducci, everyone's booing him. Danny Bonaducci, the, a child actor in the Partridge family, drunkenly comes up on stage like, they're booing you because they hate you. And then John jumps on his back and Danny Bonaduce jumps on his front. Oh, jumps on his front. Yeah, and then uh, Danny Bonaduce like throws him over his shoulder, face first into the stage. Yeah. And John has to like get up and like run off stage, very clearly injured. Which, if you hadn't told me that that was that he was really seriously injured, I would have thought that was a bit like oh. because he's done wrestling. Yeah. So I would have thought that it was like, oh yeah, that was planned and like whatever. But nope. I can see how you would get there, but man. That's, oof, that's bad. Uh, and then one last thing from Tyler. Something I forgot to mention about Rhino is that he first applied for Australian Outback, was an alternate for Africa, Thailand, and Amazon before finally getting cast on Pearl Islands. Dude, I think he could have won Thailand. <laughs> he, I mean, I think he could have won you Thailand You change him out with Clay or, Clay, Brian, or Ted, I think he wins Thailand. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about the rule prohibiting contestants from sharing. They're like conspiring to share money. Jerry was mentioned in Scary Movie 2 as an unholy bitch kicked off Survivor. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, Some more stuff. Yeah. Uh, Awesome stuff. Thank you guys so much. And thank you for joining us here. You'll have to let me know if this is something you liked, this is something you enjoyed, and something we could do in the future. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts about this finale of Pearl Islands? What a great season, and I'm so excited for All-Stars. Yeah! Uh, it's a good lead-in to All-Stars, and just it fills my heart. Which is great, because it had the potential to just be kind of forgotten, being the thing that comes before All-Stars. So, I'm glad that it was great in its own right. <laughs> awesome. Then let's end this episode with a bumper. That'll do it for this episode, this season of the Survivor Turning Back Time podcast. Thank you guys so much. 
Thank you, Twitch audience. Again, if this is something you like, tell us. Maybe we make this a regular thing. Maybe we make finales live. Maybe. Uh, if we actually have a plan for it, I can actually make something for Twitch and like make it work better. Who knows? Who knows? I I just I'm very happy and I love all the snarky comments. People in here throwing so much like information my way that I couldn't possibly fit it all and finish <laughs> the episode. Like, uh, but I saw it all. And Our I, first seven hour episode. I acknowledge it all. Even Dan's snarky comments. Dan apologizes for being a dumbass, but I can't help it. Uh, yeah, big thanks to you all. A uh, big thanks to you, Jared. Thanks to you, Stephen. Yeah, you set this all up. Anything you'd like to promote? Um, I mean, honestly, after today. Just, uh, the House of Villains. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I gotta admit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have an entire episode coming out here soon. Episode 100 with one of the contestants on House of Villains, Johnny Fairplay. Go, go take a look. It's coming out, I believe, October 12th. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. October 12th on the E! Network. So go, go look that up. Uh, I'm going to promote you guys. Big big thanks to our fans. Uh, thanks for sticking with us through 99 episodes. And thank you guys for watching Survivor and having so much good information to share with me. All good stuff. Uh, yeah. It, I guess I'll just shut it down. We shut it down. We've been talking for so long now. We have been podcasting for five hours. That is true. With a meal break. In With there. Taco Bell in the middle. With Taco Bell in the middle. Shout out to Taco Bell. This episode is not is sponsored by Taco Bell. Clink now. the Taco Bell cup. Clink. Clink. <laughs> For my co-host Jared, this is Steven. For my host Steven, this is Jared. Bye-bye! Bye-bye, y'all!